0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zonner. I'm Zook, and we are just confused as all hell this week. It's a fun night, isn't it? Ah, it is a very special episode of Stolen Droids, mainly because we're recording this on Tuesday, which means our last episode came out yesterday morning.
1: Yeah, this is really weird, but you know, with the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., Is any news really going to happen? We decided no.
0: A whole lot actually happened in the last 48 hours.
1: And so we're good to go. We got a show for
0: y'all. Indeed. Um, Hey, before we go any further, shout out to our friends over at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, openbookaudio.com, WP Cycle Web Hosting, Radio KSCR, Geek Factor Radio, and um, Cranberry Sprite now back in stores.
1: You know, cranberries never been my thing. Just not a big fan of them.
0: No. Well, in the way she does that weird Irish yodeling when she's singing, but <laughs> at this time of year, when you mix it with Sprite, it's a lot better.
1: And it just lingers?
0: It, yes. The taste lingers. Do you have to let it linger?
1: Apparently, yes, is the do answer. Do you have to, that. to?
0: Do you have to?
1: You do have to let it linger.
0: Um,. So yeah, we're real punchy, probably because it's a holiday, the kids are all off now, Um, I'm off the rest of the week. I have to work tomorrow. It's nothing but a bunch of honeydews for the rest of the the week.
1: Yeah, I I imagine that tomorrow at work I will be sitting there for the most part, uh, working on the same thing that I've been working on for the last two weeks nonstop, trying really hard not to put my fist through a monitor.
0: Are you testing monitors?
1: (laughs) I'm not. I'm (laughs) testing my patience, is what I'm testing. No, I'm trying to do something for a customer and it's just not working. And had a coworker today tell me, Well, you should just, you know, give up on it already. I said, Well, we're kind of contractually obligated to do it. So I need to make it work. So,
0: yeah, isn't that funny? Isn't that fun how that works out? It,
1: it, it can be. And then there's times like this where it the fun and the entertainment factor are just gone.
0: Well, like we were uh, referring to before, we've been doing this show long enough now. We've kind of gotten the hang for when news is not going to be coming out. And this time of year, honestly, it's really hard for us because no one is really coming out with anything on purpose this week because everyone's gearing up for Black Friday. And between now and the end of the year, typically news is hard pressed to come out unless, as has been recent Uh, history we have hacks or we have breaches or we have bad news coming up Uh, when we first started this show for the first couple of years it seemed like we only had good news and new products coming out and exciting things and either the world's turned cynical or just our podcast (laughs) ask
1: you know i think it's a little bit of both i mean society has gone insane and we have we've kind of keyed in on that and, I mean, I'm pretty cynical. You're pretty cynical, and I think I'm skeptical. That I, I, th- wait, that, yeah, that's probably better. I, I'm cynical. I'm cynical. I'm very distrustful, which is weird, but um, it's if, really not. If you know me, if you know me, um, I, I tend to be fairly easy to trust, but I've been burned so much by so many different things out there that I've become very cynical and very jaded.
0: He just wants to be loved, people. Just give me a hug. Um, you just have,
1: derailed me. I forgot where I was going.
0: That was on purpose. How uh, we about, got feedback?
1: How about yeah? Let's how about we talk about feedback.
0: We got feedback, and it's actually follow up feedback from Ruff, who forgot to mention in episode two ninety two uh, that you know we closed with that rap, my favorite from the group, uh, "Can't Stop Won't Stop." And he said, I I forgot to mention that I like the rap you closed 292 with. A suitably selected Stolen Droids themed rap would really hit the spot.
1: We need to talk to those guys. See if they'll do it.
0: I I don't know what they'd rap about. We're not exactly gangster.
1: Idiots with microphones.
0: We're not down with the street. We're middle-aged geeks in Utah who talk about tech.
1: I wonder if Whitney Avalon could write a rap for us.
0: Probably, but it'd probably be insulting us and expecting us to rap back at her.
1: And I'm sure there'd be some sort of uh,
0: fellatio remark in there. That she'd be rapping at us. Yes. Just so everyone's clear.
1: Yes. Because all of her princess rap battles tend to have a common theme, and that's one of them.
0: They're my favorite part. Hey, um, <laughs> we do have a lot of headlines, surprisingly. And we're going to start off with one that I think is actually kind of surprising. Apple. Apple announced, was it today, was it yesterday? They are getting out of the router market.
1: Yeah, that kind of surprised me cuz you know, they've they've been in it for a long time. I I remember going over to like my dad's house to set up his his PC on his Wi-Fi and I discovered that he was using an Apple Airport. It was my stepsister's and they, that was their internet connection was through an Apple airport. And he wanted me to connect him to that. And I remember him saying, you know, can't you just, like, hack it like you do everything else? I'm not an Apple guy. I'm not hacking an airport, sorry. Especially
0: one that's not mine. So, yeah, they've no. been around a long time. Big time yeah. players. And what's really funny is the fact that uh, the... For every all the crap we give Apple for everything else, the airport and airport extreme have always been really good pieces of hardware, like really good. Uh, they've never been the fastest. They've never been the flashiest. They've never even been the most expensive, but they've, they've always been rock solid. Yeah, they've been solid. They've always performed well across both Macs, Macs and PCs and anything else. It's just really kind of bizarre. I mean, the only real problem I've ever had with airports is the fact that you can't simply log into them like normal. You have to have the software provided by Apple to do it. Yeah. And if you lose your disk, heaven help you because they don't provide that software to download.
1: And then you have your dad asking you if he can ha- if you can hack it.
0: Yeah, well, that too. Uh, I, it makes sense that this probably hasn't been a real growth. De- uh, department within Apple most people buy a router let, let's let back up here most normal people <laughs> buy a router once every maybe five years if that if that and usually it's only when their nephew or their neighbor or whatever comes over and says wow your Wi-Fi is really slow you know if you're a, an enthusiast we're not even talking to you because You're probably above us in terms of experience. But most people, routers aren't exactly a common thing you purchase. Most Apple users purchase them even less than that. This is going to sound insulting, and I guess in a way it is. Apple users only remember to buy new Apple products when Apple tells them.
1: I like that. That was like condescending, yet completely 100% accurate. (laughs)
0: And, well, it's true, because if most Apple people, and this this is only since Steve Jobs came back to the company, obviously before he died, but when he came back to Apple, right, he introduced the whole Worldwide Developer Conference, where he'd be there in his black turtleneck and his blue jeans, and he'd say, you know, but one more thing, and he'd get people really excited for the new product. Before that... Only the real hardcore Apple people knew when there was a new Mac product. Most people never knew when there was a Mac new Mac product. What Steve Jobs did with that Worldwide Developer Conference is he almost introduced this kind of, Hey, here's the new models. Here's the new features. Isn't this great? You want it. Go get it because it's for sale now. Yeah. And true to form, everyone did. Well, the Airport Extreme is that product that hasn't seen an update in forever. Yeah, Ergo, it's, it's 2013.
1: I mean, yeah. so we shouldn't be surprised that they're stopping it because they haven't updated it for, what's that,
0: like three years? But they shouldn't be surprised no one's buying them because they haven't been told to buy one. Yeah. And to be fair, to be perfectly fair, the ones they bought in 2013 are probably still working just fine. Probably though not to the newest speeds. I will say why this is most confusing to me, okay? With Amazon coming out with Alexa, with Google coming out with OnHub, with so many of these different services coming out with their own router that is tied directly to their own service, it's really bizarre to me that Apple would dissolve the airport and the router division instead of simply bringing the home kit and the Siri at home departments under it.
1: Could you imagine if you had like Siri baked into your router so that it was like a, a what is that? The Amazon, the Alexa, Alexa yeah. thing. I, yeah. I can't think echo. of the echo. Thank you. If it was like the Amazon echo or the Google home, could you imagine with the built-in router functionality how
0: awesome that would be? Oh, it would be incredible. It'd be even better if it also had the HomeKit controller built into it as well. For sure. You don't need you don't need a separate thing. You simply plug it in and Here's where things get a little bit tricky, okay? I'm going to give everyone a really, really, really brief nutshell of how DHCP works, okay? Your computer starts up and it goes out on its network port, and the network port says, hey, is anyone there? I need an an address. Your DHCP server says, yeah, okay, I'm your DHCP server. Nice to meet you. Here's your address. Here's the address of all your DNS servers on this network. Here's the address of where to pull time from. If there's a separate place to pull, you know, um, TFT settings, here's where to pull those. If there's a different place, you can actually set a whole lot of information within DHCP, It's just adding additional options. That's all really complicated. Most people never have to do that. That's fine. But can you imagine if the Airport Extreme, which is a DHCP server, were able to say, Hi, I'm your DHCP server. I'm also the router. I'm also the gateway. I see that you are a bit of home automation. You're a smart home device. Well, I'm also your controller. Or, I can see that you're an iPhone or an iPad or an iMac. I'm also the Siri controller for the house. I'm the Siri gateway. I mean, it would... I'm a little bit flabbergasted. Either Apple has thought of this already and has, A, decided it's not worth it, or B, decided that it is what they're doing, they're just keeping quiet about it. In which case give it 50/50 chance that we see this in a year. Yeah, I was or, just going to
1: ask if you think we're going to see this like next year at the at the Apple Developer Conference.
0: Or I'm like seeing somehow into the future and able to see these things that they're not. Well, which at know, this point I I don't know which one it is.
1: With Tim Cook though, is that really that big of a stretch to think that that's what's happening? I
0: I don't know.
1: Yeah, I went there
0: it's just it's just baffling to me that someone wouldn't have thought of this if someone didn't think of this just saying yeah okay um into other apple news um they want to cure your touch disease it only (laughs) requires a whole load of penicillin
1: we've had fun with this touch disease thing
0: yeah so uh quick recap Certain iPhone 6 Pluses were built with a different type of uh, epoxy or solder on top of one of the chips. And if that broke loose or whatnot, when you touch down, it will break loose. And at that point, your phone no longer responds to any touch. Any whatsoever. And since there's only one actual button that does anything on an iPhone, that limits your options greatly. Yes. Yes. Well, they finally came out with a uh, with a fix. They will fix your. Let, let me. See. I want to make sure I get this right. So I'm going to read this verbatim from the, the article here. Okay, some according to Apple, some iPhone 6 Plus devices may exhibit the multi touch issue after quote being dropped multiple times on a hard surface end quote, causing damage to the device under its repair program. Apple will fix affected iPhone 6 Plus devices for a service price of $149."
1: I love the first comment on this article. Um, He says, uh, except there are plenty of people whose phones weren't physically dropped and had these problems occur because of the manufacturing errors. But sure, Apple, let's make an excuse that points fault at the customers and not at itself. And the fact that they're charging $150 instead of owning up to its mistakes and conducting these repairs for a lower price or free, in my opinion, is a laughable joke. Yeah, they're holding it wrong.
0: (laughs) Or they're holding it.
1: it. It's that all over again. I love how Apple consistently blames their faults and their issues on the consumer. And the consumers are like, okay, thank you for fixing it. Here's your money.
0: Now, they do say that if you previously had your iPhone fixed and you spent more than $149, you are eligible to have that extra money reimbursed to you. Except for the fact that we had previously been told by Apple there was no fix for it. You just had to buy a new phone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so what is it? Was there a fix? I mean... I I feel like Apple's kind of kind of screwing people over with this one.
0: Well, you remember my idea from a few weeks ago where I said, the the, fic, the quick way to fix this, upgrade everyone to an iPhone 7. Oh, yeah. Say, sorry. We'd like to upgrade you. Is that okay? Here you go. Boom. Apple customer for life, if they weren't already one.
1: <laughs> Let's face it. A lot of them are.
0: Yeah. I just don't get it.
1: I don't either. Why has this world become?
0: You know what else happened this week? What's that? And I can't even say that this week. It's been two days.
1: I know it's been a busy two days though. This week has been adventuresome.
0: In the last forty-eight hours, HTC has gone out of making phones. They've they've left the phone making business and then not, and then returned. Yes. <laughs> And no one even noticed. Ouch. They,
1: yeah, they really didn't. I mean, HTC's been struggling. We've talked about their struggles for a few years now on this show. And uh, this kind of came as a surprise to me that they were selling off their mobile division. Because um, they just, they let's face it, they can't compete. Really, the HTC won, what was it, the M7? hmm And they're on, like, the 10 now. So it's been, what, three, four years since they've had a solid flagship? Yeah. And it's not that their phones aren't good. They're just, they are. They exist. And so it was rumored that they were going to be getting out of the smartphone business sometime next year. And then they came out and said, just kidding.
0: Well, this was all based off of a rumor from China. And I'm trying to track it down here. The rumor itself is in Chinese. And so I have, and as I have we no know, clue. you're
1: Japanese so you can't read it.
0: right right our eyes are slanted the wrong way. We can't even see the characters. It's like looking at like a, a barcode through a polarizing filter. you can't even see them. Um,
1: <laughs> you've got you've got some like feistiness tonight. I enjoy
0: that. I'm not nearly yellow enough to read this text. <laughs> it's like being colorblind.
1: Holy crap, that was awesome.
0: Uh, I need to get it all out now before I'm forced to break bread with a whole bunch of relatives. You know, when I when I can't be this way. Oh yeah, sure, Republicans. Yeah. Great. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um yeah, the follow-up came from TechRadar. Uh HTC said uh they flat out deny those rumors. Uh the rumors came from a company called MyDrivers which who even knows how accurate that is from the beginning but the original rumor was saying that there are suggestions that HTC would want to drop out of smartphones to avoid going bankrupt and HTC's like uh yeah no I this is the problem with everyone over there being state controlled I have no clue which version of the state story I'm supposed to listen to
1: Yeah that's that's interesting I guess time will tell we'll find out who's telling the truth uh when HTC goes bankrupt and then gets out of the mobile phone division maybe that's what's going to happen although I am not inclined to believe that HTC will enter the mobile phones, phone the enter the or exit rather the mobile phone market before BlackBerry
0: yeah I think they almost owe it to us to hang in there just long enough like the instant BlackBerry finally closes its doors forever, then they can say, okay, oh, we were holding out, but we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, From other mobile news, from the world of Samsung, because what in the crap isn't from Samsung nowadays, they have decided to preemptively let us know that don't worry, your S7 and your S7 Edge phones are safe.
1: Yeah, that was a really random news release they came out with. Well, and it's even more...
0: Like, okay, thanks. It's almost like saying, hey, by the way, don't worry, I'm not going to kill you today. Tomorrow, Um, though. Thanks. I, um, thanks?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that, that was like, just so random. And there was so much bad press regarding the Note 7 that I can kind of understand why they want to help alleviate any confusion that may be out there
0: well, and it doesn't help either because we reported on a story from France where a woman's f seven edge caught fire remember in a restaurant on camera
1: yeah and there was what the j seven or something
0: yeah like they had the j five j and there was yeah. uh, a story that had come out about it just a standard s seven here in the states but no footage no no follow up on that one so it's like okay, I can kind of understand wanting to alleviate the fears, but you can't... You can't just flat out say, no, they're all safe when we have these reports. And if you are going to say something like that, you can't say it weeks and weeks and weeks after all this has happened.
1: No, you can't.
0: This would be kind of like them coming out with the S9. Okay, so like two years, two and a half, three years down the line. The new Samsung S9, you know, with the 15-inch, you know... quadruple hd display and it can read your mind and it hooks directly into your samsung car and and don't worry this one won't burn up and kill you it's like oh (laughs) well you know thanks for that
1: it's interesting too though because they do acknowledge some of those phones exploding they say we've confirmed a number of instances caused by severe external damage until again external damage external damage Until Samsung is able to obtain and examine any device, it is impossible to determine the true cause of any incident. Or in the case of the Note 7, even if you've got like oodles and oodles of
0: them, you still don't know what
1: the problem is.
0: Well, and it's great because it says that the entire S7 family um, are built on quality and with safety in mind. And there have, quote, been no confirmed cases of internal battery failures with these devices among the 10 million plus devices being used by consumers in the United States, end quote. Okay. So are we saying that it wasn't the internal battery issue? Because you're the one who told us that. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't make that up. You told us there was an internal battery issue. You did a massive recall based on who supplied those batteries.
1: I think that Samsung needs to hire a new PR company.
0: I think they need to fire their entire internal PR company, their entire division.
1: Yeah, I I
0: agree. Especially because, um, oh my gosh, I love this one. This same cluster duck of an issue, has now said, well, you know how the Note 7 tried to kill you in your sleep? Well, it's Black Friday. How'd you like to get an awesome deal on a Galaxy Note 3?
1: Certified pre-owned Galaxy Note 3.
0: Well, sure, because what other Galaxy Note 3s are there? Yeah. (laughs) It's four generations old.
1: Yeah, that's... They've got no shame. And they should have plenty of shame.
0: So, if you want... You can have a four-year-old phone, certified pre-owned, for only $250. That's like saying Volkswagen is going, hey, you know, we lied to you and sold you a car that wasn't eco-friendly in the slightest and didn't get the gas mileage we reported. To make this up to you, we'd like to now sell you a 1979 Super Beetle for only $15,000.
1: Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about this is you've got people, you know you've got people that are going to look at that and say, oh, it's a smartphone. It's a Samsung. It's only $250. What a steal. And they don't realize that they're the one that are being stolen from.
0: Yeah. Well, and look, hardware-wise, it was a great phone. It really was. And phones haven't made quantum leaps in terms of hardware for a couple of years now. Right. Dude,
1: it's, it should still be a fairly decent phone.
0: Except it hasn't received a software update since November of 2015.
1: And it never will. How pissed would you be if you bought a phone and you immediately found out that it is not supported? It will never see a security update, never see any sort of update. That would be
0: awful. And let's talk about what you're losing. You're losing waterproofing. You're losing tap-to-pay. You're losing Samsung pay entirely. You're losing um, NFC. No, you still have NFC, but you don't have wireless charging. You don't have quick charge 2.0 or 3.0. It's, it, those are all the features that people wanted the S7 or the Note 7 for. So, geez, Samsung, get with it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's embarrassing. They should be ashamed of themselves. Big time ashamed.
0: Um, But they're not. They're moving forward. And that, uh, that Harman acquisition they made last week is probably going to result in some new audio technology in their phones coming out probably 2018, 2019.
1: Yeah, I thought that was interesting because, you know, I expected like auto integration or something as opposed to, yeah, we just want their sound for our speakers on our phone. <laughs> that kind of surprised me in all honesty.
0: Which means... Um, I'll bet you money right now, five dollars, if you want to bet this against me. Okay, um, in about one year, maybe two years, we will see the micro. Uh, sorry, the USB, the standard USB slot, take over all audio functions. They're going to get rid of the audio jack, a la Apple, and go with their own specialized headphones made by Harman or wireless earbuds using Harman proprietary technology. They're going to follow Apple's route. Five bucks, we on?
1: Dude, I don't make sucker bets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those are the only bets I ever win. I know, and I see, I'm
1: I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but... I'll go bet my five-year-old. I'll bet she'll take those odds. Oh, I bet she will. And then you'll feel guilty and have to go buy her an
0: ice cream, with the five dollars, as
1: you Samsunged her out of her money.
0: I'll take. I'll tell her. I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go get some <laughs> ice cream. You're your pain.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's cold. Hey, like kids, gotta learn cream. sometime. It's cold like the ice cream.
0: Okay, so where should we go next? Let's Let, go. Since,
1: since we're talking about no shame customers, let's talk about Office Depot.
0: Oh, oh. I just need a shower looking at this headline.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this this is this is dirty.
0: There is only one reason why I go to an Office Depot at all and why anyone should ever go to an Office Depot.
1: Because you need paper.
0: You need paper and you can't wait for an Amazon shipment. Yes. That's it. And your company for some reason doesn't have a Costco membership. <laughs> yeah. That is the only reason, people. The only reason. So, you definitely shouldn't be going to Office Depot or their sister company, Office Max, for anything computer related. And that's what people were doing. And so, a, um, an, a journalism team, an investigative journalism team, took computers that were basically air gapped, meaning they were brand new, out of the box, never hooked into the internet. Ever. They basically booted it up once to get. Uh, a a name put on there. And so it wouldn't give you the first time run through procedures. And they brought them into an office depot or an office max. And what do you know? Um, We do believe that there's malware installed on your computer and we have services that can go in there and take care of it. We offer a guarantee. And in some cases we're charging, what is it up to $150 to remove the supposed spyware installed on these air gapped computers. Now, let's get some stuff out of the way. First off, most computers do come with some bloatware. It's not malware, it's bloatware. Unless it's from Lenovo, in which case it actually was malware. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about them saying, oh yeah, you've been fully compromised, all this stuff is wrong. And it turns out these that Office Depot and Office Max are using... Oh, what is it? I, I lost the name of it here. Hmm. The, the name of the software they're using.
1: PC Health Check?
0: Yeah. Which, I don't know, does that sound legit to you? That,
1: that right there sounds like malware to me. If I were to see that pop up saying, you have you have a virus, please download PC Health Check now. I would not download PC Health Check
0: now. I would format my computer. I'd basically burn that hard drive with fire. Yeah. Because I know that once that's on my computer, it's all gone. Yeah, you're done. Uh, Well, the thing is that PC Health Check has, what is it, like three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. um, It's sold by support.com, and they were ordered to pay an $8.5 million lawsuit, uh, basically uh, alleging that they ah, misrepresented the results of free malware scans and then charged fees to fix the non-existent infections. So, this is a fake system that's already been taken to federal court in order to pay eight point five million dollars, and Office Max and Office Depot are still using it.
1: This is like the equivalent of your mechanic telling you that you need new breaker fluid or excuse me blinker fluid.
0: I was about to say you actually do have brake fluid I, I, right,
1: and I actually said breaker because I yeah, know I know yeah. like the
0: circuit breaker yeah
1: blinker fluid i mean this is that's this is the equivalent of that it's a total scam and yet office depot is doing it
0: now the thing is is that i want to i'll bet you i'm trying to do that a lot i i don't actually mean i'll bet you but <laughs> you're, i would imagine you're a gambling addict aren't you i just need to make rent dude you know <laughs> just it's the holidays one, life is hard just one more bet One more bet. One more bet and my kids can have Christmas. Come on. Um, (laughs) I'll take him out for ice cream. I would imagine, though, because if you work at an office depot, it's not because you're a computer genius. I hope I didn't just insult a whole swath of people listening to this, but let's be honest, you're not. There's a good chance you are following some instructions that some previous employee left you saying... Plug in this flash drive, run this program, answer these questions, and it'll give back the results. If it comes back positive and that they want to buy it, you ship the computer off to this place. They'll go through it and do some stuff and ship it back. I don't think it was malicious on any one employee's part, especially because they went to multiple stores. And even another uh, journalism source went to other stores on another section side of the country. And had the same issue. Yeah. I think it was just some know-nothing employee, high enough in the chain, did this and called it good and made it corporate policy.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's exactly how it happened because as you and I both know, generally the managers who make these types of decisions are not technical at all. There's usually some sort of, well... I know this guy, and I play golf with him, and he recommended it. Or I'm getting a kickback if we use this type of product. One of those this things.
0: Is, this is honestly the equipment. You might as well have gone into Office Depot and asked for help with your taxes. Yeah. Oh well, let me plug it into my uh, Quicken, my Quacken simulator, which is a knockoff version of Quicken. You know, Quacken 2013 and see what happens. Oh, yeah, your taxes are all messed up.
1: Quacken 2013? We well, would the Quacken!
0: <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't release actual... They wouldn't use actual Quicken. Quicken is too recognizable. They'd use Quacken. Uh, the the qu- tax equivalent of PC health check. <laughs> Look, if you think you have a computer problem, do yourself a favor and educate yourself online. Either that or get your grandson to do it for you. Yes. And what are you doing listening to our podcast?
1: Yeah, that's a surprise there.
0: Bye. It's not like you like found us on the AM.
1: <laughs> wow, this is fun. How many people are we going to offend tonight?
0: I, You know what I'm thankful for? plenty of people to piss off <laughs> aren't we all at least then I know that my life still has purpose um okay so talking about other scams Symantec is buying one <laughs> and I am confused like I just can't wrap my head around I'm in the weeds with this you know those infomercialists? commercials you see with the guy saying hey this is my name and this is my social security number it's on the truck behind me and i'm so positive that with lifelock no one will ever be able to steal my identity that i just drive it around town well the thing is it's a scam because that guy is the owner of lifelock and he's had his identity stolen many 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 times yeah Yeah, Symantec just bought them for $2.3 billion.
1: I guess he can afford that LifeLock subscription now.
0: I... 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 What the actual hell, man?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, this acquisition does mark the transformation of the consumer security industry... From malware protection to broader category of digital safety for consumers, says Symantec CEO Greg Clark. So, I mean, let's face it. As we've discussed, identity theft is a very real thing. We have a freaking hashtag for it because I get mine thieved about twice a year. But, LifeLock, really? <laughs> LifeLock?
0: Ah, there it is. There it is. There. I remember this because we were talking about this um, six years ago.
1: Has the it FTC, been that long?
0: Well, yeah. We haven't been recording that long. But I remember reading about this article and bringing it up in a previous episode years ago. The FTC actually fined them $12 million to settle claims that it used fa- false advertising about identity protection, saying that they weren't effective at all. Yeah. And then they reached... Oh, here it is. They reached another deal with the FTC to pay an additional $100 million for violating the terms of the 2010 court order. Oh, man. Sure, let's buy them for a few billion dollars. Uh,
1: why? Why? I mean... It's like they just bought a polished turd. But Shares of LifeLock did rally 15 percent in trading well sure se- why wouldn't semantics they semantics shares were actual- up. yeah i would think semantics would go down man i but- would
0: imagine so but the problem is is that most people don't actually read the news reports about the company they're buying evidently
1: yeah combination of lifelock and norton just imagine how difficult that's going to be to get off your next computer
0: I, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what that means. I'm basically going to boot the new computer, register, uh, and then immediately format.
1: Well, that's pretty much what we do anyways. Unless it's a self-build. I haven't built my own computer for years.
0: Well, I built mine just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It's sitting here next to me humming nicely. I'm jealous. Water cooling. It's the way to go.
1: I tried that once. Dumping a glass of ice water did not work. Just and it got stuck in that two hundred millimeter fan. The ice cubes start flipping out everywhere. I didn't want crushed ice. I <laughs> wanted a cube. It was just not a good thing.
0: I think my voice just cracked.
1: It, it did. It's like you're Peter Brady right now, going through going through the change. Mm-hmm. There comes a time in every person's life, Zook, where
0: I just didn't want it to happen on air. Okay, let's talk talk about uh, stolen identities and where LifeLock could have really helped. Hmm? In the UK, there is a cell phone provider called 3, or 3Mobile. Yes. That's a very confusing name.
1: (laughs) I think it's actually 3. I I believe that it's 3. I've dealt with their customers before in a, a... previous career
0: yeah well they have been hacked well, sounds like uh, it looks like someone successfully gained access to the customer database using an employee login so i don't know if this is technically hacked i if schmitty was on here i'm sure he'd have an actual definition of it but they didn't actually hack in so much as they just kind of like lifted a key card off someone and walked in the front door it, it was breached yeah Less hacking, more Oceans 11, I guess. <laughs> Six million customers. That's All their information gone.
1: Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. And I guess this is similar to one that happened at TalkTalk, uh, Talk, which I'm guessing is another carrier, uh, where 150,000 customers, including bank account details of around 15,000, and that attack actually cost, cost TalkTalk 95,000 subscribers.
0: Wait, how many people did it affect?
1: 150,000 customers, and they lost 95,000. So
0: 55,000 people said, eh.
1: Yeah, but it, it cost them $60 million, 60 million pounds. So, but yeah, I mean, this is crazy. It seems like every week for the last couple of years. We're talking about big data breaches. How do these companies not have the wherewithal to pull their heads out and do something to prevent them?
0: I actually have an answer for that, and I'm about to share it with you as soon as we go over the next headline, and that is it turns out there's another problem sweeping the nation, sweeping the world, actually. If you've ever installed an app that... I shouldn't say ever, but uh, there are three smartphone apps that use a specific feature called caller ID and blocking that have been found to be capturing all your phone information, collecting and integrating phone users, address books, and then transmitting them to a publicly accessible database.
1: Yeah, the the number of of one of those apps. Sorry. Sorry, one of those apps is Truecaller, which is a fairly big, fairly popular one. Um, I can't find the other ones here in the article, but yeah, Truecaller is is a big one.
0: Yeah. Um, the uh, the other the the other big shoe to drop here. There's currently three billion numbers and identities in that database, that publicly accessible database.
1: And they are totally exposed, blowing
0: out there in the wind. Okay. So, going back to the question you asked, how does this keep happening? And it happens because of us, the consumers. We're inherently stupid. (laughs) True. It's true. Uh, And to there's only two ways you can deal with that stupidity. You can either lock things down so hard that it seems draconian. Well, consumers don't like that. They revolt. They leave or let things be so lax that you're almost just inevitably going to get breached. If think of an employer that you've had and it doesn't matter where an employer that has incredible security measures in place either to keep employees from cust- from stealing from customers or employees from being targeted by customers or employees from being left vulnerable to attacks, or employee employers that are simply have policies to protect their infrastructure, right? Strict protocols, login guidelines, change your password. You need to reset a password. You have to go through a set of hoops. Um, you have to Go in and have yearly reviews. You have to go in and have security clearance. You have to carry a badge. All these different things, right? And different companies do it to different levels. They can get away with that. They're paying you. They're your employer. Imagine a company you purchase things from. You're their customer. Imagine them treating you like that. You wouldn't stay. But many of those companies need to protect information just like that employer does. Only they don't because they don't want to piss off and lo- lose their customers.
1: Yeah. A, computer security is kind of a, it's a very fine line like you're talking about because you've got to act in the interests of both parties. I was actually talking with a co-worker about this. Computer security is not just about keeping people out. It's about letting people in, but it's got to be the right people into the mm-hmm. right places.
0: Well, it's and, even trickier, too, because if you lock things down too much, if you don't make it accessible the right way, people will find other ways around it, and yes. that inherently becomes a security flaw.
1: Yes. So, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, it looks like uh, the the company's uh, the apps are Truecaller, uh, SyncME, SyncME, and um, what was the other one? CM Security. So if you've got those on your phone, you may want to get off, get them off and opt out, remove yourself from their databases, because that's not a good thing.
0: Well, the problem is here is that so the entire way that Truecaller works in this way, because there isn't a internationally kept database of caller ID numbers, at least not accessible to cell phones. So whether or not it can say, okay, so Zoner is calling, or this number is calling. Who is it? I'm going to go back to this database and say, ah, it belongs to a person named Zoner. He's not a company, and I'm going to display that information. Well, in an effort to make it more accessible to everyone, they just simply made it publicly accessible. Where'd they get Zoner's information from? Well, probably from someone else who has one of these apps installed, who has Zonor stored in their address book.
1: Yep. Yeah, because it gets access to everything. So, so yeah. Yay! <laughs> it's this is getting ridiculous. Like every every time we report on stories like this, it just makes me a little bit more angry. One of these days, I'm going to completely snap on air.
0: Yeah, the tinfoil hat is suddenly not such a bad idea. It's really not. Um, let's skip that one. Let's see here. Windows 10 lets you know that Edge is safer. Guess what? It is. Um, I'm sorry, Chrome and Firefox users. You've probably been seeing that little pop-up come up. It's saying, hey, did you know you could do this on Microsoft Edge? It's safer. It's true. Uh, I use it exclusively now on my home PC and on my home laptop. And I'm just fine for it. But it's up to you. Just saying. Um... Oh, let's talk about communism.
1: (laughs) My favorite subject.
0: Yeah, so Facebook has had a hard relationship with China. They've always had problems there. How do you have a social network in a state-run nation where everyone is controlled by, you know, everything is controlled? What would you even have your status be? Today I woke up and I'm really happy to be a citizen. <laughs> hey, look. Four billion likes.
1: <laughs> Our glorious leader is wonderful. A Tiananmen Square uprising was crap. It never should have happened. You know that one would be popular.
0: Hmm. Um, so... Mark Zuckerberg... Is really trying to make uh inroads there. He's even trying to learn Chinese. Isn't his wife Chinese? I believe so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's the Manchurian candidate. Is he? I I
1: that my first thought when I saw this was, isn't his wife Chinese? And maybe she's not. I don't know. I I believe she is Asian though. And y'all look alike. I mean, we've discussed mm. that. So <laughs> Her eyes slant differently than yours though zook
0: it's true we can't even see each other <laughs> <laughs> so so i i have to describe something here to people okay because Zoner and i have a video chat going and that's how we always communicate so he can see the background of my office which means when the cat's butthole goes right up in front of the webcam it's all he can see and currently Uh, In the background of Zonner's is uh, his his sofa, and the lights are out. And his son is working on the computer next to him. And I swear, your son might be looking at porn because he keeps glancing over at you with this very worried (laughs) expression, like you are going to notice what he's doing.
1: (laughs) No, he's playing Minecraft. He's playing Minecraft. Is it
0: pornographic Minecraft? Like, is he making a giant dong?
1: A little bit. Oh, I'm not sure what that is. It's big and white, though. So I don't know. Maybe.
0: Well, then it's, okay. Anyway, so what Zuckerberg is doing here in China, tangent over. (laughs) They've implemented whole new suppression tools available to the state. So if the state is, I don't know, monitoring all of their citizens like they're regularly known to do, they can go in and start suppressing information within Facebook so it's no longer trending, no longer showing up in news feeds, no longer showing up in trending news, you know, kind of like they've been doing here.
1: Well, not just here. I mean, they've done it in Pakistan, Russia, Turkey. I Facebook is Facebook. I think is downright evil, and I thought that for a while. But this just kind of confirms it. Um, and they're not they're not saying, oh, well, we're going to do this, but they've developed this software that's so controversial that employees have left Facebook over it. They yeah. said, we will not take part in this, but they're going to offer it to third parties who then they can use that. So it's not Facebook's doing, it's the and third I'm,
0: party. I, I'm willing to go out on a limb here and say, I would imagine that that software is in some way related to the same algorithm they use for the, which news stories to show. Yeah. and It's information control.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. I feel like we're living in 1984, man.
0: Yeah, except for we all signed up for it, and it's called Facebook. God, it's ridiculous. No, let's draw the parallels here, okay? We sign up for it. We sit there and watch it, and we think it's this great way to access information. Meanwhile, they're pulling analytics about what we're watching, how long we're staying on certain profiles, who we're networking with, what we're talking about, whether or not what we're talking about is appropriate enough to be shown, even if it's a quote-unquote private conversation. And if we say something they really don't like, they have tools in place to completely subvert it. Yep. It is the TV watching us.
1: It is. It is. We, we live in 1984 here. And
0: and, and as like, we know from, what, two weeks ago, they're willing to kill when they killed nearly all of their users.
1: That's, yeah, that's true. Uh, the interesting thing is, like you said, we signed up for this. We got in. I mean, this is our own doing. And how many people do you think even pay attention to the fact that Facebook is doing this? How many people even care that Facebook is doing this?
0: But how else would I see these fun memes? Immature.
1: (laughs) Go talk to that four chan guy.
0: Yeah. Well, that was a healthy dose of paranoia for the week.
1: We are. I don't think we're being paranoid though, dude. I I really don't. I think that this is. I think that this is just the new reality in which we live, and that you know it's interesting because there's an article that came out. Uh, yesterday talking about how internet freedom is declining and how two-thirds of the global internet population now lives in countries with the censored web. And I find it interesting. They show, you know, they've got a map here and they show, okay, so the U.S. is free. Um, China, Russia, they're filtered. They're censored. India is kind of filtered. Brazil and Nigeria, places like that are kind of filtered. And then they show Western Europe how it's free. But even that's not accurate anymore because the United Kingdom, and we talked about this a while ago, and I couldn't find the article again, but do you remember how we talked about they were going to start uh, having ISPs block all quote-unquote adult websites? Yeah. That's gone into effect. That has that passed, and it is, it's going into effect now. So even the United Kingdom is being censored on what they can, can and can't see on the internet. I mean, I really like the Wild West of the internet, but it's not so wild anymore,
0: which is a shame. Well, what's going to happen here, and this is going to have to be where we leave this, um, is that it is the Wild West, but the Wild West was never as wild as people believe it was. Um, the Wild Wild West was actually provided by the U.S. federal government. And that's an entire rant for another time. But what it did was it caused people to split wildly. It really divided them into either the outlaws who just thought they could do anything because here I am outside of societal norms or the people who actually wanted to build things. Okay. When people say the wild, wild west, they usually think of the outlaws, but in truth, a lot of the pioneers, the settlers, were normal people who built things. And what we're going to see here with this kind of live free or die mentality on the internet, where these free patches are starting to dry up, where they're getting smaller and smaller, you're going to see people split more wildly into the either destructive hacking part of web usage or... Or the, I'm doing this just to create. And the line is going to get very, very blurry between the two. I should rephrase that. It's actually going to get quite distinct between the two. The just casual users are going to dry up.
1: That's interesting. I hadn't considered that, but you may be right.
0: I'm feeling very philosophical tonight.
1: (laughs) I can tell. I can tell.
0: Um, We actually have more headlines, but not more time. So we're going to throw these all into the show notes, and as you're trying to get through your turkey coma, we invite you to go through and, and check them all out. I don't know. Was there any other ones you absolutely needed to get to? I don't know.
1: I really like this one about how students can't tell the difference between sponsored content and real news.
0: Yeah, I. they gave 10 students absolutely unbelievable headlines, and you won't believe what happened next. <laughs> it's
1: amazing. They just, uh, yeah, this is fascinating to me, and it would be fun to talk about at length, but unfortunately, as you say, we don't have time.
0: I could go another hour on that. Long story short, they showed a bunch of students of varying ages and varying intellects and grade levels, uh, fake news and real news, and they couldn't tell the difference. And guess what? We already knew that because I have in-laws who are the same way.
1: (laughs) Didn't we just talk about this last week? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the majority of people can't tell the difference anymore. Not yep. just the students. So, students, you're not just the only ones who are dumb.
0: Humans. Humans. Remember, I said we're dumb consumers. Yes. All right. Into our favorites. And my favorite really, really helps me with the idea that maybe one day I'll escape all this stupid consumerism. They have a 360-degree 4K video taken up at the International Space Station. A cosmonaut is giving us a tour of one particular corridor of the space station, and we go to the window. And I forget the name of it at the moment, but it's the one you've seen pictures of all the time, as a 360-degree view around the edge and this incredible fisheye view of the world going by. And it's a little bit funky because... of how they have to blend the pictures together, but you can look it up look it up on YouTube and you can use your mouse to navigate around or you can look it up on your phone on YouTube and use your phone's accelerometer and gyroscope to navigate around it's kind of magical if i'm being honest
1: it it is pretty cool it is pretty it's also
0: cool. a little bit telling that the cosmonaut needs to point out see the earth isn't flat. Because you know there's people screaming at their monitor that it doesn't prove anything.
1: It's all just CGI, dude. It's all just CGI. <laughs> Speaking of CGI, uh, we've got the Lego Batman movie coming out soon, and to c- to celebrate, Lego has released images of their new minifigures. Uh, they are Batman line. We have twenty different minifigs coming out. Uh, of course, there's a variety of Batman. But you're also getting characters such as King Tut, Red Hood, Catman, Eraserhead. I mean, this is freaking
0: awesome. I absolutely love uh, Red Hood. Oh, I mean, they... The the Red Hood signal is awesome.
1: I mean, the March Hare. I mean, there are so many cool, obscure Bat characters in this. Uh, The Jim Gordon is one of my favorites, but... I mean, there are so many cool characters. I'm just waiting for some little kid to say, hey, why is there some Egyptian guy? What does he have to do with Batman? If that happens, if that's your kid, sit down and show them the 1966 TV series because you have failed as a parent. I mean, this is just awesome. I cannot wait for these to come out, and i got to have them all. And they're not even Pokemon, and i got to have them all.
0: I like the one with the shark repellent. That that one's pretty Dick, good.
1: Dick Grayson with his shark repellent. That's wonderful. Now, just one other thing, um, before I turn it over to you, to to wrap us up, I want to hear from our viewer or our viewers, our listeners, about their Thanksgiving dinners. Did you all have political discussions? Did family get in food fights over this previous election, or really over anything? Uh, and if it ha- if it did, let us know. I've got some awesome stuff involving a cousin that I think is starting to come out, based on what my mom was saying. And come out is, <laughs> come out is is operative. Is apt. It is it is an apt word there. Does she still Uh, listen to us? I don't know if she does or not, but my mom was saying some stuff the other day, and I'm just waiting for Thanksgiving. (laughs) So, listeners, tell us. Send it in to feedback at droids.com. I want to know your Thanksgiving horror stories.
0: I want to send them in with the subject line, hashtag Thanksgiving nightmare. Yes. We want to hear. We want to hear. All right. Hey, um, that is our show this week. Again, have a happy holiday schedule you're probably not going to even hear this till monday maybe we'll drop it early you know since everyone has the long weekend like i'll do that you know what? i'll do that but from now until the end of the year have a good holiday season um let us know what you're thinking write us those stories give us feedback at stolen droids.com 801-917-geek follow us on twitter friend us on facebook and until next time gobble gobble
1: good day